Hey everybody, you're listening to Beyond 1894. This is the official podcast of Louisiana Tech University. I'm Gavin Kelly from the Office of University Communications, and our guest for this episode is Jessica George from the College of Business. She is the Executive Director of Student Services and Placement. Thank you for being here, Jessica. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. So um, I, you know, I'm a graduate of the College of Business myself. I've I'm one of the students of those student success, you know, services that you provide in your role. Um, talk about the role that you have in the College of Business, because I think it's sort of unique in terms of how the colleges operate here at Tech, and it's very valuable to the college. It helps with, you know, career placement, things like that, and it, it starts, you know, while they're here. It's not just, a, oh, it's senior year and I have to get a job. Let me go talk to Jessica. It's ongoing all the time. So talk about your role. Absolutely. So the role in the College of Business is really a support piece. Uh, it is meant to help students from the very first day they come to the College of Business, helping them find their major, uh, helping them figure out what their career goals are, what skills they need to be building during their time at Louisiana Tech, uh, what organizations they can get plugged in into to really help them develop uh, the skills that they need, the leadership capabilities. Uh, So I like to say that my role begins their very first day on campus uh, because it truly does. Over the four years, uh, we're working together to figure out uh, how we can prepare for their life after graduation. And so uh, it really is a full circle moment, especially being here with you, Gavin, because I remember our conversations uh, while you were a student uh, trying to figure out what your career goals would be and how we could support that. Uh, I remember when you emailed me when you got the first job uh, in athletics. So um, this is probably the most rewarding part of my role is helping students figure out exactly what they want to do uh, and then seeing them um, graduate and enter into the workplace. Um, And truly the most flattering thing is to have a student um, email me and say, hey, this is my new email address. We've got some new roles uh, available with our company and we want to add some more Louisiana Tech um, graduates to the ranks. And so uh, seeing that that part where a student transitions from uh, employer uh, and then coming back to recruit, it's it's one of those chill bump moments. It's uh, probably the most rewarding thing. So you would say your job, there's a lot of fulfillment in what you do and the work that you do. Absolutely. So yes. how did you arrive at doing this as a career? So uh, I actually teach career planning, which is a little crazy. It was nothing uh, I had ever planned for in my career. Um, I did not have someone in college sit me down and say, hey, let's think about your major. Why are you selecting this? What What are your career goals? What do, what do we need to be doing now to prepare you for life after graduation? I just kind of fumbled into, uh, into this occupation. Um, I was in event planning and uh, sort of more marketing. Uh, and then whenever I took my role in the College of Business, it was very much fo- uh, focused on a recruitment and a student engagement component. And so uh, with our accreditation needs, we're accredited by AACSB, which is the Association to Advance Collegiate Schools of Business. Uh, And so that really, that accreditation was requiring us to focus more on career services. And so my role uh, morphed into more of a career role versus just a student engagement role. Uh, so it was nothing I really anticipated seeing my career go in this direction, but it's it's something that I've very much grown to love and uh, find a lot of fulfillment in. Um, as you mentioned, um, it, it was not anticipated, but It's one of those moments where uh, I'm really able to draw from my time in college because I never 
did the proper planning that was necessary. Um, I'm able to speak from experience, and uh, we talk a lot about uh, career planning in the course that I teach, uh, which is Business 320 Career Preparation Seminar. Uh, it's a class that all students take in the College of Business, but they do resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, uh, job search strategies, interviewing tips, all of those things. And so I'm able to take uh, kind of my journey of fumbling and trying to figure out exactly where uh, I fall into more of a, let's think about this while we're mm-hmm. here. Just because your mom says that you want to be an accountant doesn't mean you're going to be an, a great accountant. It doesn't mean you're going to be satisfied with, with that career. Uh, so really making sure that the students are thinking through what their career choices are, making sure that they're going to be good at what they're choosing, uh, making sure that um, they thought through all of the, the pros and the cons. And so um, it's something that, like I said, had no in, no expectation of ever being here, but have really thrived in the role and, and found a lot of of satisfaction in it. So let's back up just a little bit. Um, where are you from and what was your sort of educational back, you know, college and stuff? Yeah. So, um, I didn't even know I would be invited on the podcast seeing how I'm not a Louisiana Tech alum, uh, but very quickly have have fallen in love with Ruston and the Louisiana Tech community. Um, originally from South Arkansas, so okay. attended Southern Arkansas University uh, in the business college. Uh, so I received a management degree and then a master's of business administration. Um, and during that time had expected to, to join the family business. I spent uh, almost a decade in in our family business, which was the hospitality industry. So my family owned and operated uh, five hotels and two convention centers. And uh, it was in that um, early stages of learning the hospitality business that I think I fell in love with the customer satisfaction component, uh, which was my first priority when taking a role in the College of Business here at Louisiana Tech, was uh, introducing our culture to this student satisfaction. This They are, they are our customer. And so uh, it was really important to me uh, to take on that hospitality approach in our student services office. What is sort of the process like as far as students being in your office and getting some advice and getting some guidance, do they come to you? Are you the one who reaches out to the student? What is sort of that journey like? You know, you mentioned it's like from the first day. So how do you make sure you're sort of consistently meeting with students as they're taking their college careers on and consistently sort of guiding them along the way? So it really begins during their tour. So their first trip to campus during a campus visit, uh, I have the opportunity to stick my head in and introduce what I do and what our office does and uh, how we're a support piece for Mm -hmm. uh, that student if they select Louisiana Tech. Uh, So they're introduced to to it very, very early on. Uh, And then again, uh, at orientation, when they come uh, at orientation, I'm very heavily leading uh, that piece of them selecting their classes, uh, getting acclimated with the College of Business. Uh, Fast forward to their first day on campus, uh, FYE, first year experience. Um, I am in all of the first year experience classes, uh, introducing myself again, reminding them of the services that we offer. Uh, so it very much is us coming to them, but also um, they can come to us at any time. And sometimes it's not even as formal as that. Um, I have been in the bathroom in the College of Business and uh, a student walks out, uh, clearly tears streaming down her cheeks and had that moment of, okay, this is the bathroom and it's awkward, but I just have to yeah. say it and and introducing myself. Hey, I'm Jessica George. I'm the director. Mm-hmm. You get lots of emails from me. I see you're upset. 
what what's going on? How can I help you? Um, and found out from the student uh, in that moment, she was having trouble with her internship, uh, communication issues with her boss and didn't know how to, uh, how to navigate that. And so uh, it can be a very formal, make an appointment, come and have a conversation uh, where it can be just passing yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so whichever way it goes, um, our offices are always open. Our doors are always open because we we exist to serve the student. Yeah. Um, I think an interesting part of your job that, you know, some people may not consider, especially if they're meeting with you about is you have to have a good relationship with employers and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. How much of that is you reaching out to employers and saying, you know, this is my role and I have students and this and that and vice versa, where it's employers reaching out to the College of Business and saying, you know, we're looking for potential students to be our employees in the future, you know, and and how do you sort of manage those relationships continuously throughout your job? Yeah. So when I first started in the College of Business, we had a College of Business employee reception that had about eight attendees. So eight Mm -hmm. employers that were participating. It was in the downstairs College of Business lobby. Very, very small. Uh, We now have eight years later grown to the Davidson Athletic Complex. Mm -hmm. We have about 65 employers. Uh, There's typically a waiting list. We're restricted by space, which is amazing. Um, So that has grown tremendously just from I would say word of mouth. So typically when an employer hires a Louisiana Tech student, we're going to prove to them instantly Mm -hmm. uh, the caliber of student, the talent that we produce, uh, the types of skills our students are developing in the classroom, and they're going to come back and want more. Uh, We saw this with uh, Walmart, actually, um, out of our supply chain program. They hired one of our students, uh, was eager to have that same skill set, and so uh, they reached back out, and now they're one of our top uh, top employer partners, and they hire several each quarter. Um, And so we've seen that work time and time again, where employers will get a great Louisiana Tech graduate and then want to come back and and hire more. Um, But then also, I think it goes to our Louisiana Tech alumni, once they graduate, developing that relationship so that they know that the relationship doesn't end at graduation, uh, that the most uh, rewarding thing that they can also do is go into the workplace and open doors uh, for more Louisiana Tech students to, to be able to follow in their footsteps. So I think that that has helped grow our footprint uh, tremendously. Our students are taking positions not just in North Louisiana, but across the U.S. Um, and every time a Louisiana Tech graduate takes a role, they have an opportunity to help open the door for more students. So I think that that has led to a, a larger employer ba- database. Yeah. And you mentioned it up top. If you have a student who gets to a position where they're hiring mm-hmm. and they've met with you and they've sort of had some of that success attributed to your guidance along yeah. the way, they they know who to call, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's pretty important. Um, what are some of the challenges of your role? Because I, I feel like if I was in your position, I would put a lot of pressure on myself as like, if, if this student wants this job and doesn't get this job, I would... I would take it personally. I don't know if you experience that too, <laughs> but what are some of the challenges of your role? Yeah. So, I, I mean, there are a lot of highlights. Like I said, um, high-fiving over job offers, right. uh, students coming back to graduating and coming back to recruit. Those are all the highlight reels. Uh, there are a lot of conversations that aren't going as wonderfully. Uh, students that are in majors that they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a good fit in and they're lost and confused and need guidance and uh, sometimes hopeless and, and they 
they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel or the career after graduation because uh, they're in a class that they don't enjoy and they can't see uh, how it's ever going to resolve itself. And so a lot of those conversations are much more uh, self-exploratory, helping students walk through the steps, connecting them to the resources on campus. Um, that has been a tremendous part of our student services office, uh, seeing the success it has is just embracing the resources that we have on campus. Uh, the Career Center headed up by Ron Cathy is uh, incredible. Um, Christy Ann Bain and Avery Broussard uh, in the Career Center are wonderful partners. Uh, we typically hand off employer partners or students to each other. Uh, just adding additional resources and, and additional support. Um, the Counseling Center has been tremendous. Um, so, yes, I would say that uh, there are wonderful highs. Uh, the lows are probably the stresses of uh, students preparing for interviews. Um, you've got some students that they put all of their worth in an interview. They put uh, their entire college happiness on yeah. uh, receiving an, an offer from this one company. Um, and so that is, um, it can be a little challenging helping them navigate those emotions and um, having, you know, some years of experience since graduation. I'm, I'm a little bit more aware that, hey, life continues on. If you don't get the offer, yeah. let's move on. There's probably something better waiting for you. Uh, but it's not always as easy to see that as a college student in the trenches going through those emotions. Um, but yes, there there are definitely highs and lows. But um, it's it's also those moments of lows uh, that are helping students that you build the trust and you build the relationship. They're necessary. They're necessary. They are 100% necessary. And that's where the loyalty is built uh, because those students remember those times of hardship and they remember who's in the trenches with them. So I mean, it it sounds like you know you're. You're part, you know, guidance counselor. You're part therapist. I mean, you, you have all these sort of aspects to your job. <laughs> um, are there instances where you kind of sometimes know a student a little bit ahead of them knowing themselves? So, you know, you can you talk to them for a little bit and you kind of get their personality and their likes and their interests. And you know, you have an idea in your head of the employer that would be good for them or the sort of the career path they should take before they even realize it. And how do you sort of approach that when you're talking to a student? Yeah. So one of the things that is really been instrumental in our career preparation course is alumni informational interviews. So uh, what that is, is helping students connect with, with a Louisiana Tech alumni that's doing the career that they dream of doing or they're considering doing uh, so that they can have conversations about what does it look like uh, to be in that occupation? What skills do I need to be building? What classes or certifications do I need to get under my belt? Um, and so that has really helped students kind of uh, put the, uh, I guess that's really helped students see um, how maybe the, the conversations that they're having, exploring with their major connect to a career. Um, I can, after eight years being in this role, I can have a conversation with a student and hear what they like, what they're good at, yeah. what they value in a job and go, okay, I know exactly what's what's good for you. Uh, the funny thing is uh, I have family members that also, you know, mm -hmm. will have them have conversations with me. I'm like, I do this for a living. I've got this, yeah. you know, trust me. Um, so I think it's, it is absolutely a, a case where, you know, students, kind of have those tells where you know what they're interested in and you know what they would be good at, uh, but they have to believe it. They have to have the self-confidence um, and, and understand that they would be good at it 
themselves uh, to take that leap. And so I think it is um, very much allowing them to come to that conclusion on their own Mm -hmm. through a series of assignments, uh, assignments and projects and informational interviews and things like that. So say you have a student who is, you know, sort of finding their way. Um, What are some general pieces of advice and guidance that you give to a student in a situation like that? So the first thing I like to lead with is don't trust someone else to tell you what you're going to be good at. Uh, We have a lot of uh, parents or grandparents that like to determine the path for their Mm -hmm. student. And uh, unfortunately, that is not always the best case. Um, You have to find something that you're good at, that you're passionate about, that you're skilled at, uh, because if you don't have all of those things, a career is one heck of a journey. It's, right. it's too long of a journey. Uh, so you, you really want to find that connection. So I would say kind of tune out the the noise from around you and uh, trust your gut. There's self-assessments that you can do to figure out what you're good at and, and what you want in a career. Uh, but then test drive it. Uh, that's what an internship is for. An internship uh, is, is always, I like to use the analogy, you wouldn't go to a car lot and say, I want to buy that car. My mom thinks that I'm going to be a great driver of that specific car. Uh, You're going to, you're going to say, all right, I think I want to drive that car. Let me get in the car, drive it, see if I like it, uh, take it for a test drive. And if not, that's okay. Um, That's what college is about. It's exploring and figuring out and making adjustments. Um, And so take the internship, figure out if you like it. I have students all the time that come back from internships and some go, okay, I'm on the right path. This is exactly what I want. I'm fired up. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And then I have some students that come back and go, I don't care what I do for the rest of my life as long as I never do that again. Uh, and and I those tell, are equally valuable. Those are equally as valuable. Those are maybe even more valuable yeah, yeah. Uh, because it allows time for course correction. It, it allows time for them to go, all right, that, that's okay. Back to the drawing board. What else would I be good at? Um, and so I think that doing an internship is so valuable. Uh, so that would be my recommendation is figure out what you're good at, figure out what you're passionate about, and then try to find a way to make a living at it and then try it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause college is the time to, to figure that out. Right. College and, is the time. And you have time. There's no set, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have it figured out by this point there. I mean, Absolutely. I don't have it figured out now, you know, so, <laughs> but you would, you need to start thinking about figuring it out in college as opposed to being in a career you don't like for 20, 30 years and then realizing Absolutely. realizing all too late that it's it's not a decision that you are happy with. Yes, that's probably the most uh, impactful thing I do in class is I say, raise your hand if you know a family member, you know, mom, dad, uncle, someone that hates their job, that hates going to work on Monday. Uh, and, you know, everyone raises their hand because everyone knows someone yeah. that's unsatisfied in an occupation. And so uh, that's my icebreaker of, all right, listen up. This is is going to be yeah. uh, this is going to be your chance to figure out that you're in the right you're on the right path and make adjustments if you're not um, and I, I think that um, that has really helped us lead to higher placement rates um, our placement rate right now uh, is about 98 percent six months post graduation uh, which is students pursuing career goals or higher education um, and that's tremendous that's a phenomenal placement rate and that goes goes back to Louisiana Tech employer partners mm-hmm. uh, that are opening the doors for more and more students um, that goes back to our students taking internships and and being 
more uh, marketable, uh, developing skills that they need to, to enter into the workforce, uh, a lot goes into play. Yeah, and that placement rate stacks up pretty significantly nationally. I know that it's 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 it very does. competitive. That's I mean that's high. That's almost mm-hmm. everyone. You know, it's uh-huh. that's very significant. Um, not to shift topics too dramatically, but. Um, you and I are on a committee together currently. Absolutely. And I remember the first day that we met, we kind of did the thing. If, if you're a current student and you're listening and you're tired of this thing in class where uh, anytime you get together with a new group of people, you have to go around and, and introduce yourself and then say something fun about yourself. That never stops. Never just so stops. You know, just Even so, as an adult yeah, in the workplace. That never stops, just so you know. But during that meeting, uh, we got to, you know, our fun fact, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And um you mentioned something that I think is interesting and that no podcast guest that we've had on uh, can talk to, uh, to, can talk about. So um, you have some experience being on the show Shark Tank. Yes. Um, is that something you're, you're comfortable talking about? Absolutely, Okay, so yes. just, I mean, just walk me through it. What is that even like? And sort of what did that teach you about, I mean, yourself, about being entrepreneurial, you know, just just talk about that because I think that's interesting. Yeah, so Shark Tank was uh, sort of born out of a project that I was doing while working on my MBA. Uh, we had to take on an entrepreneurial venture, write a business plan, uh, and it was a competition that you competed in. And surprisingly, uh, we <laughs> our, our professor wanted us to work on a pharmaceutical uh, component, and it was something that was totally out of my league. It was out of my uh, partner's league, uh, and in those conversations, conversations of, we just don't understand what we're trying to do, I say, hey, I actually have an idea for a high heel shoe, uh, a high heel shoe that has interchangeable heels, uh, and it's it's got these components that are magnetic that can be changed out, uh, and the girl that I was working on the project with instantly goes, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that as our project, uh, and so we, we ditched the pharmaceutical uh, business plan, and we moved forward with the high heel shoe, uh, went to compete at the Arkansas Governor's Cup, and had several judges uh, pull me aside after the award ceremony and go, hold on, you need to pursue this. This wow. is actually something. Uh, and so it was one of those those moments of, but this was a class project. But yeah. this was just fun, you know, something I dreamed about. Uh, and, and so uh, we actually won the most innovative award at the Arkansas Governor's Cup. And uh, that is sort of what led to the pursuit of funding and standing up a company called Jessica Shoe Company. Uh, and that was a very long journey of yeah. uh, securing funding. And uh, I think that that probably was the most time of growth personally for me and professionally because it's hard to be told no over and yeah. over and over again. Uh, I reached out to tons of shoe companies, uh, toured shoe companies uh, to try to learn more about manufacturing and uh, development. Uh, actually began working with a uh, shoe manufacturer on developing prototypes and learning more about that that process, um, and so it was it was a very challenging uh, challenging process where I was completely out of my element, uh, but really taking on all of the things that I learned in my business education. Uh, but I was I was in the the final stages of throwing in the towel. I just couldn't find okay. the funding, uh, and my mom says we're going to go on Shark Tank, and I said you're crazy. We are not, <laughs> and she said there's auditions uh, in California. I bought us plane tickets. We're going. Wow. Okay. Uh, we're going to audition, and I said you're crazy. No, we're not. And she drug me on the plane, uh, and so we we fly out to California and we do uh, the audition. Of course, my mom had to sleep on the streets of California. 
California to save my spot in line because people start lining up two days in advance. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so it was absolutely crazy. Uh, she sent me into the hotel room. She was like, you've got to sleep. You've got to be well rested. Uh, I'll sleep in your, your spot. Uh, I did walk down the street to the uh, drugstore and bought her a uh, nice, wonderful pop-up lounger yeah. that she could sleep in. But uh, so it was it was a, a crazy process, a whirlwind. Uh, I actually did the auditions and uh, was given a note by a producer saying, hey, we want to move you on to the next round. Uh, so I worked with a producing team for several months, uh, probably eight months in total, and uh, was never told that we would air until um, actually the week before. And mm. so uh, then it was a, a crazy process of getting websites ready, landing pages and all of that uh so it, it was absolutely a time of um a time of growth me yeah. understanding how old were you when all this was this going on? was uh 2013 so mm-hmm. a decade ago okay. uh it has been a uh, a time of um well shark tank was in front of eight million viewers yeah. and i uh, actually got a deal with damon john uh and began working with um with him on on producing the shoes unfortunately it never uh never worked out the company never uh actually was able to stand up and the shoes were never produced so uh i like to look at it as a time of failure others around me have continued to to build me up through this and say uh, that this is one of the most um, life-changing things that I have done uh, because it's taught me to be entrepreneurial. It's taught me to uh, be resilient. It Mm -hmm. has uh, so many things that I have taken from this journey and applied to myself, my students, my career. Um, I use this as a a way to inspire students. uh, I mean, think about it, Jessica. If a student came in and told you this story, (laughs) you wouldn't tell them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, absolutely. But it's it was a really neat experience. Uh, I got my 15 minutes of fame. Eight million viewers uh, have only been recognized once. I can say that. Uh, <laughs> but it was a really cool experience. And it's something that uh, I have not lost that entrepreneurial passion. I continue to uh, be, I continue to utilize that same thinking in my job. So uh, all of the programs uh, that I've been able to build out for our students, um, I attribute to this entrepreneurial thinking because it's it's looking at a, a college of business with over a thousand students and going all right we've got to roll out career programming and student engagement and all of these pieces uh, to a thousand students with an office of when I started one person yep. and so being able to tackle that with all right there's there's some innovative ways that we can do this and still have some wonderful impacts so first of all I and this happens more than people realize on Shark Tank that even, you know, a deal gets done on the show and then either, you know, they don't sign the contract afterwards mm-hmm. or, you know, they, some people just take the deal because it looks good on TV. And then, you know, so it, it happens a lot. And, and I don't think failure is even close to the word anyone would use. <laughs> and so, like I said, I think if, if you were looking at it sort of from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. if you, if, like I said, if a student came to you with that story, you would see the value in it. And I so I, I hope you do would. see the value yes. in it. Yes. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Is it intimidating uh, being in 
quote unquote in the tank? Oh my goodness, it is uh, absolutely intimidating. They send a uh, a psychologist to your room oh. afterwards just to make wow. sure that your mental state is okay. Uh, wow. So it is it is incredible. It was a wonderful journey working with the producing team. Um, I have more stories than I can even share because I'm mm-hmm. under a, a two inch non disclosure agreement. Yep. But uh, it's it's it was truly such a wonderful time. And uh, I, I, I say that it was a failure, but I, I truly understand how important it was in, in my journey. Um, but yes, Shark Tank will always be a, a conversation yeah. starter, a talking point, a yeah. your um, fun fact. My your fun, fun fact. fact. It always will be my fun fact. Well, I appreciate you sharing. And you know better than anybody that journeys come in all shapes and sizes they and that they look different for everyone. And so um, I'm happy that your journey's led you here. I'm thankful for the guidance and, and help and you, you know that I've gotten from you over the years. And so I um, appreciate you being here. appreciate you being a part of the College of Business, a part of the tech family. And thanks for being on the podcast Thank today. you so much. Thank you for listening to Beyond 1894. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about this episode, check out our show notes. Beyond 1894 is produced by Louisiana Tech University's Office of University Communications.